0: good morning south beach here we are for episode number 16 of the fifth street gym podcast with our special guest roberto cyborg abreu did i say it right Yes, sir. You All did right. Oh, All right. Who is a First multiple, multiple did. world champion jujitsu player and has the baddest school that I actually am a white belt at that I go to. <laughs> I'm very proud to go there. Um, and here he is as our special guest. So thank you for coming. It's amazing. You know, it's, uh, it's great to be here with you guys. Um, and more even amazing to
1: have your friendship. You know, this guy is so inspiring. Every day, day in, day out, they come there working hard. And he's a great coach, an amazing coach. Dino also comes and teaches us, you know, like very kindly his amazing skills. You know, and like, I, I'm a white belt at, that's right. at boxing, you know? And, but I believe that, that this is the kind of relation here, that's what makes life good, huh? Uh, yeah, How actually, is? every
0: Friday night, I go to the Jiu-Jitsu Academy, where is the Academy? <clears throat> For everyone to know it's yeah. on 61st street um 339 northeast 61st street in miami so i go there every friday night to teach boxing basics to the jiu-jitsu fighters and uh, he takes class so humble it's so much fun and uh, it's been a blast I, you know the school is huge at six six thousand two hundred square feet
2: 6, with yeah. triple
0: ceilings and uh it's probably the cleanest jiu-jitsu school i've ever been to so whoever's doing the cleaning job is on, yeah, we try hard. on point. <laughs> we try hard. On point. So not only that, but uh, you still compete. How old are you now? 40. 40, and still compete at the highest level. Uh, I uh, love watching, and now I'm hooked on jujitsu jitsu videos, so I yeah. watch all your videos like a nerd. Um, who is, what is considered your greatest fight? Well, I think my greatest fight
1: is every day when I wake up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I believe that uh, our greatest challenge is ourselves. You know what I mean? Of course, I have right now. I have what 16 years on the black belt division. I have been top three in the world for those 16 years, and in um, my. I was always my worst enemy, you know, like everything happens inside of your mind, you know, the consistency, the, the consistency that we have to have, um, the the mindset that we have to have in order to become a champion in something or even to co- to continue to be a champion in something really hard. And you know that, you know, you have a bunch of, you guys have a bunch of athletes here. You, you, de- you deal with that day in, day out, you know, and, uh, and my career is a little bit different from other people. So I actually won my first world title when I was already 30 years old. You know, and by thirty, usually the guys are wanting to stop. People are actually like counting their days so they can turn thirty to fight on the Masters Division, which is thirty and over. You know, and at thirty, I actually won my first world title at adult division, which is the top, yeah, the, uh, the the, the, the top, in, uh, top division there is. You know, and um, since then, you know, like you know, the last ten years, I have accumulated almost you know ten world titles. You know, and um, and every year again, you know, there's a lot of things on. Man, this guy's getting old, he's going to retire, this and that. And um, I believe that the mindset into the you know, the the love and the passion that I have for Jiu Jitsu, you know, gives me the mindset to keep on going and keep on pushing myself into.
0: Did something change in the mindset from from 25, 28, 29, 30? Did something change in your brain? Maturity.
1: You know, Um, even I I moved to US in order to mature myself. You know like in brazil I'm, I'm from brazil i'm from a city called campo grande Mato Grosso Sul. and i started training at 17 years old right so i started training and started competing and started doing good i came to us when i was 17. i trained for three months and i came to us to start to study english here as an exchange student and i got my blue belt here in in, in spokane washington oh, wow. i used to learn, I, I used to live in Plummer, idaho you know so yes at 17 years old so because my dad was a farmer in brazil and he wanted me to be in the same kind same uh, same kind environment we had in brazil so he sent me there which was the most amazing experience of my life right it forced me to actually learn english experiment a different different culture you know so like was a really life-changing experience that i've had but again I got my blue belt here but the level of jiu-jitsu here wasn't nearly as good so as now. as brazil so whenever i went back to brazil every blue belt would whoop my ass right and like i got so much trouble like it got me questioning if i really want to still do jiu-jitsu or not you know because i had a big ego you know like i was you know i was a fighter i used to love street fight who was all the of coach that. in spokane it was a guy called james Oh, oh james after after everything i tried to get back and try to reach out and try to find him but i could never actually uh, find the guy but anyways i i came back through miami spent some days here with my uncle my mom's brother lives in miami and then i went back to brazil ended up getting back into jiu-jitsu started training competing did my life graduating uh, physical education and international business you know did my degree on those and but I decided that I want actually to live off
2: of Jiu Jitsu. You know, yeah, so uh, for some people that, that know Jiu Jitsu, they know this. But like for myself, Dino knows. But for boxing people, they might want to know. Tell us a little bit about the competition. I know there's Abu Dhabi and there's Absolute. Just so they have an understanding. What,
1: we're going to get got. there. let am just going to get there. So just finishing the, 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 the thing here, why did I mention where I started? Because where I started in Brazil, you talk about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You think entire Brazil has Jiu Jitsu. Which does not. If not. Where I came from, there was no jiu-jitsu there. Right? So I'm self-taught in jiu-jitsu. I had my master, Master Toko, in Rio. And every time I want to train jiu-jitsu, I had to take a 23 hours bus to go to Rio to train with him for the week of the competition there. I would learn in Nova Geração, which was a tempo for me, you know? Wow. And I would train there for about two weeks and get back and go back to Pantanal, where I'm from and make up the techniques and, you know, like build my own students and, and make it happen. So back then I was, you know, like I I used to, I used to love the fight. And I believe that we can relate to that on anything, right? You can relate to that in boxing, in business, whenever you don't have the experience or, uh, um, the proper, proper approach to the sport, I could never actually achieve. Like I always was very talented. A lot of people always told me that I could accomplish. But I was always, I would always freeze when I would go to competition, either freeze mentally because I wanted so much that I couldn't accomplish, or I didn't have the human material to actually put me on the level that I needed to be in order to accomplish, you know, the, 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 the great titles, you know? So I believe that what has changed on me is that before becoming an athlete, I had to become a professor and leader because I had to build my own students in order to have the training that I need to have in order to become the champion that I am today. You know, so the maturity that, you know, like all those years maturing, building my team, whenever I turned 30, I already had a human resource behind my back that could actually make it cyborg happen. So you needed the time, essentially. Yeah, I believe that the different people mature in different ways, you know, and I had my own way of maturing. I really appreciate having my
2: career happen that way. You know, you said something interesting. You go to a competition and, and you you did. You felt like you couldn't compete for some reason. And the first time I ever did, when I fought, mm-hmm. I trained, I trained, I trained, and the first time out, I lost. And I, I just had that feeling like I never want this to happen again. I mean, did you ever have that feeling when you compete and you maybe lose or because you said before that you compete and you couldn't basically do what you wanted you know, to at do? medium times, right? Like I said in the beginning, like we are our worst enemy.
1: You know, we always have the angel and the demons. You know what I mean? Like the, the the angel supporting you, telling you what to do, and you have the other side saying that's too hard, it's too difficult. The guys are too good. You know all the excuses that we tell ourselves why not to accomplish something. You know, so I've had that a million times. I again, I won my first world title after having thirteen years of training. You know what I mean? So that. In Jiu Jitsu, it's a long period of time. Most of people would have already gave up, you know, but I never did because by the time I hit my thirties, I was just like, yes, I'm just beginning. You know, so I even have a podcast. It's called Age just a number. You know that's you know that it's important for everybody else, for all of us to realize that it doesn't matter how long it takes for us to actually find the point of maturity in our game, in our technique, in order to accomplish what we have to accomplish, there's always time.
2: Why did it take you so long? What what do you feel took you so long? Was it you would freeze or you would train? What was it? Was it just mental or the reasons for that? Yeah, I think that number one, I didn't
1: have the human resources to actually put me on the level that I need to be. You know what I mean? So okay again. You know, like in a competition, of it's not one fight. You do multiple fights in one day, you know? So I would beat some really good guys, but whenever it comes in the finals, finals, I was very exhausted already because at home, I never had actually the guys who would push me to those limits. So um, I would be exhausted by the time that I would actually go to the finals and get the best guys, you know what I mean? Or just mentally, you know, you get there because I was always told that I had the potential to be like a world champion like you know like uh, a very good athlete and then every time i would get there i wouldn't in into the mats with the mindset of i am the champion i'm going to win i would get there and say i cannot lose and there's a huge difference in between you have the confidence of the champion and you're not wanting to lose that spot so there's a phrase that i have that man has carried i like, have carried me for my entire life and that is you can never have something you're afraid to lose you know what i mean a lot of us for a lot of times we like we want something so much you know that whenever it gets time to face you like you're so much more afraid to lose than you actually are ready to conquer that stuff you know what i mean so whenever we get to the point that we're going to win championships that we're going to close a big business that we're going to go do things on that on that on that, on that scale, I believe that you mature into that point. Some people, they mature young, some people they have to go through things in life in order to get that mature, you know, to get there and not wanting to become or wanting to be a champion, but assuming the, pos- the posture of a champion, actually, you know, because the moment that I stopped wanting to be what everybody wanted me to be, and I said, I am. Everything changed. You know, so whenever I get the approach to compete today, a lot of times I've not nearly as ready that I, when I used to be when I was younger. But the confidence, the heart, everything's in the right place. Maturity. The maturity, everything's in the right place. Doesn't matter what's going on, you look at the guy you're like,
0: welcome to my world. Let's do this. So really? now, now, I know you love jujitsu. I know that you'll like roll, spar with anybody anytime. You take the class with all the young guns all the time where you make the mat sweat to the looks like a swimming pool. I understand, but what makes you, what motivates you to do the non jujitsu training? I see you in the weight room, lifting, doing cardio, all that extra kind of, it's kind of boring stuff. What made it motivate you to do that part of it, the tedious part? I believe that
1: you know if you want to become a champion, you gotta do what it takes for you to become the champion. It's not what you want, it's what it has to be done. You know, and it's very important for us who choose to have that lifestyle, who choose to leave that path, to learn how to fall in love with it. So truly I love what I do. There would like that wouldn't have anything other in this world that I would rather do than waking up work out put my gear put my rash guard and go train jiu-jitsu i do believe that in order for us to have success in anything we choose to do in life we have to be passionate about what we do you have to love it because a lot of times people do it for the wrong reasons they do they do because of the attention they do it because of the money because of the success you know what i mean and a lot of times those people get lost along the way just
2: because if you ever got lost along the way doing it i'm still here so you, you never like, you know, you've always no. been driven and what you want. I was, I was, always. on the
1: beginning I was, though. When I was younger, I was. You know, even that's the reason why I started Jiu-Jitsu. Because I was a kid that was crazy, you know, like uh, I wasn't focused enough. I used to, like in Brazil, there's just so many distractions, you know, like, um, man, I got involved with the wrong things with like, you know, like, so it's a bunch of bad choices that you take that has a lot to do with the environment that you're in and the, the spot that you put yourself you know what i mean so that's why even i came to us to actually have an athlete life because in brazil life was still good you know and i was like kind of lost because i was hanging out with people who were on the athletes and they have a different life i you gotta understand that you know like everything life is a choice if i choose to be an athlete if i choose to be a champion that choice has to be made not when i go to compete but every day when i wake up did you think so i have to be so we have to be surrounded of people who are like-minded, who are on the same, have the same goals as we are, we have to have the lifestyle that's going
2: to lead us, you know, to what we want, to what we want to do, you know. So we can't have distractions. And that's what I was going to ask you: Did you think you were going to be an athlete when you were younger, or is something that developed as you became a little bit older in, in the teenage years? For something you, you crave, you know, like little kids all, man, all, all, all I want to be a soccer player. No, I always, soccer
1: player. Always had, I always had a great support of my parents. My parents are amazing, amazing, amazing. They're like, you know, like those parents that they have the, the cheerleader thing on the back. And, you know, they're always on my corner. They're always, you know, like, my mom still treats me like I'm a five, not even five, a two-year-old baby. <laughs> Every time I call my mom, I got to make sure that I don't have nobody around me. Because when I talk to her, she's like, oh, my bibu bibu. It's like, mom, cyborg, mom, come on, cyborg. You know? it took me so many years to like, to get to the point I'm right I'm going to screw everything up every in two seconds. Come on. You know, so I was very, I, I was really loved um, when I was, when I was a kid. And I had all the support in the world of my, of my, of my parents. And I, I always play sports. Even before doing jiu-jitsu, I always played some sort of sports. Even sometimes whenever, you know, like I saw, so I always had the, the talent into doing that. So everything I did, I did really well. I, I when I was a swimmer, I won the state championships multiple times. You know, and then I did every, every sport that I did. I did great. Sell. I did great. But at 17 I found Jiu-Jitsu and I felt completely in love with it. Um, if, you would, if you would ask me back then, if I would see myself where I am today, not even the best of my dreams because there was an opportunity. My friends all like driving nice cars like, man, what you do for a living? It's like, oh, I teach Jiu-Jitsu. like, man, what's wrong with you, you know? Go get yourself a job. And I was like... Jiu jitsu has changed me in so many ways. I believe this sport, right? This sport, you, you're finding something that you're passionate about can change you deeply. And it has changed me in a way that completely did a, a 180 in my life. You know, like I used to drink, I used to party a lot, drugs. And and I used to be like really hot headed, I used to fight all the time. And Jiu jitsu really humbled me and put me on a, on a path that I believed that if the art could do that to me, there would be no other job that I couldn't do in my life that I could use as an instrument to change other people's lives. And that's why I, that's why I chose jiu Even though when I opened Fight Sports, I was a purple belt with 22 years old, 23 years old. And again, I never even thought that I could get a black belt one day. Becoming a world champion, come on. It's too far from my eyes, you know what I mean? So I really did it from the beginning. I'm not a planner. I never planned anything that has happened to me. I'm a doer. You know, I put my head down. I put my heart into everything I do. And I make sure I do it with passion. I make sure that, you no, know, the intentions are always right. You know what I mean? Of course, we can't do it right every time, but we're trying to do it right. You know what I mean? And uh, I believe that's what has driven me my entire life. Passion and, you know, and... Uh, the,
2: the heart and the right place. I'm gonna th- throw one more quick question. There's a guy named David Goggins. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah. Okay. He calls himself Goggins, but he's David Goggins. You just said something interesting, Cyborg. What's the difference between, I would say, Roberto, Humberto and Cyborg? What's the difference between those kind of two characters? Now, I don't believe there is,
1: because I assume the character of being Cyborg. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I believe that it's very important. Again, uh, you have to take on the role. Of becoming your 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 superhero, I do believe that. You know, a lot of people they ask me, "Oh yeah, it's too easy to say that, you no, know, to train this hard or to do these things, because just because you cyborg. It's like no man, it's really hard to be a cyborg. You know, there's a lot of days that I wake up and I do not want to be a cyborg. Believe me, I want to hide under my bed. You know what I mean? And, and, but if you want to become a leader, if you want to, you know, like truly have have influence on other people's lives, and you want, if you want to more than anything, be proud of the, the man, who you are, you have to take on the responsibility of doing the, the, the hard choices. You know? So I do, I see that Cyborg and Roberto are, are one person right now, you know, and because I assume the role of trying to be the best I could be for the rest of my life. You know? And again, you know, I try very hard every single day, you know, like um, every day I wake up, I train, you knows. So I'm always pushing myself, always competing, always challenging. Um, for multiple times, guys, like, oh, the fall of a legend. Now he's you know, it's done. It's going to retire. And then I make sure to come back and, and put the word back to the mouth of whoever said, you know, like last year at 40 years old, I was elected best grappler in the world. You know, number one in the world last year at 40 years old, you know, and um, that's amazing. You know, and something that, you know, like, I believe I, I, pride, I can proud myself of too. I earned it and I proud myself of, you know, especially coming on such a hard year it was Corona and where a lot of people let their body goals. I actually said, this is going to be the best year of my life. You know, if I can't work with my other business as much as I can, at least as an athlete, I'm going to make sure to make a statement. And I did, you know, so I believe that, you know, like um, we're the sole responsible to everything that happens to our lives and and especially to our success, you know? And we we'll have to wake up every day and make it happen, you know? So there's no secret, there's no
2: um, miracle, you know what I mean? It's just hard work, you know? You wake up, you believe, and you go, you go chase. Now, I was talking to my uncle who was very successful. I said, sometimes you have to have a little bit of luck. he said, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And that's basically true in life. Would you say that fair
1: yeah. statement? Yeah, I think that, you know, like, um, Preparation plus timing is luck. Yeah, you know, if you prepare at the right time, you're a lucky guy. You know, because then you're gonna be able to take on the response on the on the on the um, gonna be able to take on the opportunities. You know, there's opportunities happening to all of us the entire time, but the problem is a lot of times the opportunities come and unfortunately, you're like uh, you're not ready for any reason. Sometimes mentally, sometimes physically, sometimes financially. And a lot of times we don't prepare ourselves to things that might come at us. So it's very important for us to be prepared all times. And I say that all the time, all interviews I do after fights, before fights, I say like I'm always ready and I don't do camps for competition. I'm literally all year long prepared. You know, I believe that we have to be prepared for life if we have any Any problem happened to us today? We can say like, "Hey, problem! Please, can you come next month? I have to prepare myself to be in order to be able to face you." It doesn't happen that way, you know. Um, Life will beat us every like at any moment, you know, and we have to be we have to be prepared to face it, you know. So um, I'm always I'm just like feel that you know you we always gotta be prepared. So I'm always taking care of myself. And there's no there's no vocation to life, right? It's like. Whatever I go, whatever I go, if I go to Brazil, see my family, wake up early, train, work out. Okay, now I can do everything else, you know?
2: So being a champion was, was my choice. Do you ever take the time where you just wanna go, I need a break. What do you do when that time comes? I jump on the salty water and then come back and then do it all over again. That's it. Just,
1: I'm gonna go in the water
2: today, and I'm gonna rest.
1: I love nature you know and I'm like i'm always i'm always try, I travel a lot you know so everywhere i go I make sure that i have contact with nature you know because it's, it's it's important for us to have a moment with ourselves touch mother nature you know i believe that i am always feel i feel close to god when i'm there and you know jumping out of waterfalls and diving in the ocean you know what i mean like having contact with animals i believe that you know it's the truest way of feel the the love of God in our lives, you know. And uh, every time I'm kind of, you know, moody, sad, or exhausted, I make sure that I go home, you know, go jump on my, you know, jump on my, on my nature there, and um, you know, like restore my, myself to, to be able to come back to battle. You know, again, there's no superhuman, man. None of us are. I'm not, you know what I mean. Far away from being one, you know. But again, you know, like um,
0: I, I chose to be who I am. You know, so you just got to go around to and make I'm, it happen. For all the jiu-jitsu people that watch this, i more technical. When you find yourself in jiu-jitsu, sometimes you find yourself me more than others, find themselves in a bad spot. What's your mentality when you're, you know, you're mounted or someone's got your back? The match is not over, you're not lost, but you're, you're down a little bit. Where, what, what is going through your head at that point? Whenever someone punches really hard and you feel dizzy, what do you do? Get you know get back on your basics. Get back
1: on your basics, but the main thing is calm. Stay stay calm. You gotta be stay calm. You know, you gotta stay calm because you have to think clearly. You know, because if you don't think clearly, if you act up on the wrong moment, especially when you're already in trouble, you're just gonna dig yourself more into it. You know? So the whole thing is whenever you find yourself in a on a bad position, take a deep breath, take you no. Know, take your time and wait for the right time and an opportunity opportunity to get out, you know? And
0: train, man, train, work It's it's way more mental than it is technical. How is this? Because the moves, there's not a secret, special move. It's your mind.
1: There's tools, right? Like we all work with tools, right? Like if you're you're a handyman and you show up to a job and you don't have some tools to fix certain things, you're gonna have to go back home and find those tools. You know what I mean? Someone gets you in a position that you're not gonna be able to escape. Guess what? You're gonna have to tap. Yeah. But make sure to learn that so next time you're not gonna fall into the same, the same hole. You know. So I believe that's very important for us to always be working on pro- getting new tools to our game, getting new tools to our life skills, right? Life skills, jiu-jitsu skills, boxing skills. It's very important for, uh, for us to always be finding new skills in order for us not to get caught on the traps. You know, so whenever you're there now, you're like, oh, if I'm here, I know that I need to use this moment to get out of here. Oh, now if the guy does this, I'm going to use this moment to do this. Whenever I'm here, I have I can take him out out of the top or the bottom. What is the best? I don't know. Let him move. You tell me how what's going to be the best way for me to escape out of this place. Right. Whenever you're on on I-95, you can just exit anywhere. There is some exits that you have. You don't have to wait on it and time it to, to exit. And in Jiu Jitsu, it's exactly the same, you know? Whenever you're in trouble, keep calm, wait for the right time and you escape in life. Whenever you're in trouble, keep, keep calm, relax, wait for the right time to escape, you know? Whenever um, you're in trouble, anyhow, you know, you just uh, breathe deeply, take your,
0: take your time and Everything's gonna be right. Very good. Um, as far as it goes, the training for an athlete—you said you never do camp, but you do have some kind of regimen. Do you lift in the morning? Do you do jitsu at night? Do you run? Do you how do you schedule your your workouts? I
1: we do champion fit, right? We train with Maggie, so Maggie is the conditioning train for the entire team, and you know, and I, we do champion fit Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays which is um, kind of a functional training, you know? Um,
0: Sport specifics, you know? So- And athletes you, can join the gym just to join this. They yes. can come and do this. Yeah, they can come. Champion mm-hmm. fit and Maggie. Yeah. What's Maggie's Instagram at? It's at, the, 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 the thing is, is championfit.us
1: ah, or Maggie, Maggie Green Daddy. You there guys you can go. check her out. Some really great work for athletes. You know, and um, I train three times a week with her in the morning right after we finish that and go straight through pro training. So I do, we do, A double, yeah, back to back, you know, and that's pretty much it. And they even just work, you know, there you go. and then and choosing third and train, we do no G so then I don't work out before. And then I just go do like some easy lifting afterwards, just to, you know, to, so to essentially keep it's the double burn. workout every day. It's some kind of double workout workout. Though, like, you don't jiu-jitsu. need more than, Two hours, two hours and a half a day in order to, to get your training done. You know, yeah. I believe that's not it's not uh, it's quantity is quality. The quality of your of your training should be good, you know? And of course, too, I can do that because I'm already at the level that I don't need to go search for that much more of information in order to be to be where I am. Guys who are building themselves up, they have to do that plus their studying time. You know, which is go drilling, just to technique. You know, you don't need to do a regular class, maybe, but you have to just go there and study. Just like if you go to to school and you expect to your professor to teach you everything you need to learn, it's almost impossible. Is that correct? Even because if you are part of a regular class and you have 30 more people inside sort of the same class as you do, you'll be called something average. You just you learn just as much as everybody else. So if you if you want to be something more than everybody else, you gotta you gotta do more. We got to run the extra mile, right? So why do you do this? You, you go out and you go study. Nowadays, we know, in internet helps so much. So there's online schools. We do have online school called BG World Champion, but just sense YouTube, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, or books or seminars. There's just so much information out there, you know, that you can, man, man, today, like you said, I'm, I'm training and I'm getting, I'm getting caught in mouth. People are passing my guard. What I do? Well, let me try to start studying this game that relates to my physical abilities. And I feel that I can do. So you go there, you study your own. If you have any questions before class, you ask your professor. Whenever you train, you go there and you have the professor goals for you and you have your personal goals for yourself. You know what I mean? So it's very important for people to take responsibility on their personal growth. You know, because a lot of times people like want you to hold from their hands and like, oh, let's walk together, you know. Yeah, you're gonna be good 10 years from now. <clears throat> you know, but if you want to actually get your learning curve from this to this, you have to yourself go after information, go after um you know, fix fix your own your 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 own jujitsu with your training partners, with friends, with whoever is around you. You know, because again, um, I, th- I, th- I tell the students every time after training that you can never leave the mats without without having at least one question about that training. Because if you just come and learn a class, you come to a regular class, right? The class is made for the group. So the class made for the group. A lot of times the information that you're going to learn in the class is not necessarily what you need to your game. But- Maybe, you know, it's not for your game. So guess what? You went there, you learned something, but it's not specific. Jiu-jitsu is like a puzzle. You have many pieces that you have to connect together. There's a lot of people who have a bunch of pieces spread up. But if I get a big, beautiful picture of something, break into pieces, I have this big puzzle. But if I put all the puzzle together, can I see the picture? No. So having that amount of information is useless. The information is only useful if it does this, if it's connected. Now I can make it happen, you know what I mean? So you gotta daily be searching for those connections into being putting things together in order to, for you you and your body and your muscles to have a body a, a better understanding of how to put together all that information that you have um, inside of yourself. Individually
2: for yourself. Individually so you for yourself. For what's going to...
1: Not for the group, but for yourself, but again, so I train and professor is teaching take notes. But whenever I roll, this guy's passing my guard. Oh, but tomorrow we're going to learn takedowns again. My man, but I got to learn them. <laughs> this guy passing my guard here. Okay, professor, amazing. I learned this. But after I finish my class, I cannot leave unless the I mat roll. unless I get this guy who's passing my guard all the time. We're training and you're passing my guard all the time. I'm going to grab you. It's like, you're not going to leave today. If you don't show me, what are you doing? And if you know how to make me better out of it, how do I make it more difficult for you? Make me try to understand at least where my mistakes are. So I have awareness and I got better at that 1%. Imagine if every single day you better yourself at 1%. In the end of the year, you have improved yeah, 365, exactly. come on. Yeah. It's amazing.
2: More than hundred percent.
1: More. But the problem is most people don't do that. You know what they do? They walk into the gym, they put the gear, or they put their gloves, they come here, they do a regular class, finish their class, they bow and they leave. Did they really got better that day? Well, Maybe not. Try. Maybe they got a good workout. They had a good hangout with their friends. They had a good time. But did they get better? Not really. So that's you why you went through the motions. You went through the motions, you had a good time. It doesn't necessarily say that you got better. The getting better is, okay, I look to myself in the mirror and I see where my mistake is. Now I have to address that mistake in order not to do the mistake again. Or if I do it, at least now I know that I'm doing it and I'm going to try to get better at it. I'm going to try to time it differently. I'm going to try to position myself differently. I'm going to try to make that not happen again. You have to be conscious about that. You know, okay. and I have to fix and I have to fix that mistake. You know, and that belief goes to everything, right? So in Jiu-Jitsu, not different. no, you got to put the puzzle together. You have to work specifically um, on yourself, you know, and you can't depend solely on your professor to actually be able to provide those tools to you. You have to do for yourself, too. Man, Jiu-Jitsu is... I had trained Jiu-Jitsu for so many years. I have no idea how much more Jiu-Jitsu I have to learn. It's like it's forever. There's no, there's no one person in the world that can say that they know everything, or not even close to know everything. It's like a shark blanket, you know. Yeah. You cover the feet, the head comes out. You cover the head, the foot's out. So there's always room for improvement. There's always something new coming up. There's always new techniques, you know. It's not like you knowledge like jiu-jitsu. Like there's like jab, cross. No like jiu-jitsu. There's every day people come with a different punch. That you have no idea existed with lapels and all this crazy stuff so like if you stop actually searching for those informations you get left behind still you, you get left behind you know so searching for those informations are, are it's really important anything you can be the best lawyer in the world today you stop studying two months from now you're not the best anymore right i win an event today uh, if tomorrow my celebration isn't inside of the Mets, guess what, by when is it there's someone better
0: than me? You know? That's so, the motivation to keep going. That's the motivation to keep going, you know? Um, How the different was your first World Championship to your last as far as the way the sport has evolved? Oh, it's incredible, huh? Everything, huh? Has grown so
1: much, you know? It's so much more professional, so much bigger in order of attention,
2: in order of everything. You
0: know? And technically it's different. Water to wine, water to wine Wow. Water to wine is always evolving. It's always evolving. And what projects are you working on besides your own competition? What else do you have have going on right now? Man, yeah, I'm working
1: on a bunch of stuff. You know, we're always trying, trying, trying to trying to be busy. Uh, you know? yeah, you're busy. So we have the gyms. Today we have 48 schools in 16 countries. So there's 48 fight sports around the world. Yeah. Wow. In 16 different countries. So we have that and we man, the team is amazing, great people around and um you know, like everybody super engaged and with uh with uh, an amazing mindset to you know to spread the seed of jiu-jitsu. Um we have a, we have online schools, BJ World Champion, you know, which really we do B- a great B-J-J- job. J-J- BJJ World Champion dot com. Dot com. And that's our online school, you know, that I believe that's super important, especially we built BJ World Champion, which is the only online school in jiu-jitsu that tracks and measures your learning curve right because the like there's a bunch of platform, video platforms but this one actually is based on curriculum and tracks your improvement it's super cool and i did it because exactly because i want to be able to provide all my affiliations in my schools and i know how hard it was for me to be in mato grosso so there i didn't have a no, I didn't have my teacher close to me, didn't have, you know, like people close to me. And again, like there's all my boys, you know. And I want to be able to provide them the same quality and the same love that I do to my students here in Miami. So I built this uh, this platform and it's it's super amazing. And I've been able to to communicate with everyone and not only inside of the school, inside of the team, but to abroad, you know, to be able to spread the, the word of Jiu-Jitsu i'm working on different projects too we're putting a, together one event called the monsoon, monsoon fight league which is going to be a boxing event
0: oh, very it's going to
1: be happening in abu dhabi we're you know we're, we're negotiating we're doing still everything with the government there and it's going to be more like what's going on what's on a trend you know get influencers to fight influencers mm-hmm. and um, I can't really say the, the the names or anything, but that's something super cool that we're doing overseas. You have a company of of uh, commodities trading that I'm, I'm working a lot towards that as well. You know, and athlete, professor, you know, all of that stuff what's the all together. the website for the gym just to join you jiu-jitsu? You guys can go to... You guys can go to fightsportsglobal.com and there you're going to have the website of all of our gyms throughout the world. Nice. You know, in one website, you can find every one of on fight sports gyms
0: around the world. You know, and um, that's pretty much it, man. People, uh, you know, again, I just started going to the last like, 18 months I've been going and I'm having a blast uh, as a beginner white right belt there that gets beat up by everybody when you go to other gyms, you don't get beat up by anybody.
2: No, right?
0: It's crazy. Yeah. You think you suck, and then you go and you realize you're not as bad as you thought you were. Yeah. And it's very refreshing. And to have the curriculum at your access with the BJJ World Champ makes it, uh, you know, I I do as many privates as I can, and it makes it very simple for, even if I, you know, if Siraj is one of your black belts, if he's not available and somebody else is, the curriculum is the same. So it's not, for me, it's like, before I tried jujitsu before and was like one guy taught you this way, one guy taught you that way. And it was it was too like you said, there's too many pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. But you've narrowed it down to the pieces that you need at least. Yeah. Especially as a beginner, so that it makes it so you're you're on the same track all the time so whether it's a brown belt helping me a purple belt or a black belt we're all on the same track and they're not confusing me it's funny uh joe rogan talked about how humbling it is to go to jiu-jitsu you know he's a big star now and uh, he loves to go to jitsu and how humbling it is and i was watching him say that i heard and i also hear you say that but i find that it's the opposite i find that when the world beats you down And you feel like you can't get anything right you're not making enough money you're not doing a good enough job you're not the best father or husband when you come to jitsu gym you forget all about that stuff and you can get one guy you feel like you feel like superman again and when you go back to your regular life you go back with a lot more confidence maybe than you walked in with and it's done a very strange thing for me and i don't come there because i need to come i don't become i only come for that i come for that feeling so when i can't take my everyday life, I feel like I'm losing. If I can come have a little victory in the Jiu-Jitsu school, I go back to my regular life, I feel like a winner again. Yeah. And it gives me confidence to be myself again, instead of feeling like you're, you're falling short. Mm-hmm. And it's been really a unique experience. And that's why I come all the time. Really just for that. That's, that's really so cool. what it is. That's so cool. The yeah. ch- I think that, that, challenge, that challenge makes us still
1: alive. Absolutely. Now, us challenging ourselves every day, I believe that makes us feel alive. You know, and I, I really relate to that. You know, I believe that you know, the, the, the daily smash that you get put into there um, really makes you grow.
0: You know, makes you grow and makes you excited to come back and try it again. And it's not convenient, it's not close for me. But uh, it is, uh, it's, it's worth the trip essentially. And my daughter, my goal really, the reason why I did is because my daughter's four and a half, she started at three and a half. The most beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. Beautiful princess yeah. in the world. My wife knows I'm 51% responsible. <laughs> anyway, so she, uh, I know that one day she's gonna wanna quit because people quit, like you did yeah. a little bit, everybody does, I did. Yeah. I want her not to quit. I want her to stay at least until she goes to college. So fourteen years—that's not asking too much. No, right. So she's gonna say she quits, and I'm gonna say we're not quitting. We're going. I want to lead by example, and that was the reason why I started. And then this thing happened, when, like I said, I was having a hard time with my regular life, feeling like I'm not winning, and I go there and get a little win, and it has changed my whole total outlook. So you do more for people than you might realize. Thank you. It's not just humbleizing, you know, making. I said that word, humbleize. Humble pie. Uh, it's not we giving someone right humble now. pie, right? It's not just giving someone humble pie when they, when they're too big for the britches and then brings them back down to normal. I think for a lot of people, it's the opposite. I think if you're, you know, if you're not the toughest guy, if you're not the strongest guy, if you're not the smartest guy, if you're, not the smartest guy if you're not the richest guy. You can go and learn jujitsu and have these little victories and you feel like a superstar. <laughs> yeah, I do believe that every one of us have a champion
1: inside of us, you know, but. A lot of times it has to be squeezed out of you. Yeah. Well, you you not squeezed over there, you know, it has to be <laughs> squeezed out of you, you know, because again, you know, like man, like, um, I saw, uh, a boy that I believe his name is Michael that, man, they, this kid walked into the gym and he could barely walk. Truly. He could barely walk. His dad took him there. And he's like one of those 13 year old kids, you know, that like, especially now and you know, all like the kids of my time there, bro, like, I was full of confidence. I really thought I was 13. There was eight, like, nine foot tall. I really thought that was the shit when I was a kid, you know? But the kids nowadays, you see that they like, it's more common today. That's fun. Because they're so inside of the phone and they're, they're like, they're in their shoulders are inside. They look down, they don't look in the eye. Most of them are, you know, are not athletic because they're not playing on the streets. They're not climbing trees. You know, they're like, it's, it's a different life. Playing so like, yeah, whatever, you know? So like this kid comes in and super shy, looking down, you know, like no physical ability whatsoever you know and um we put them throughout you know like we started the fundamentals class really basic basically guiding from the hands and from there i believe there's a process of maturing and learning and experiencing everything right because what i really love Jiu-Jitsu is that the amount of trust that we have to have in, uh, on each other is huge right someone is really choking you and you don't know that guy but you trust he's gonna let it go. Otherwise you're gonna die. Someone's gonna grab your arm and you trust
0: right, that he's right
1: not right. gonna that is not gonna break your arm. So the amount of trust that you have to people that sometimes you don't even know, no. it's amazing. So the bond that it creates is is huge. You know? And now people, especially in America, in Brazil, people kiss, jump on the lap, do all that stuff. But here, you know, like even like well, like when I lived here, I would jump with my mom and kiss her and my sisters, and then I would see them between them. Let's take a family picture. It's like, what the fuck? Don't you guys love each other? Like, come on! You know, like jump and kiss and you know, like. Unfortunately, like you you guys don't have that here. You know, it's not, not. People don't touch. People don't don't show that kind of affection. But for you to be able to literally be hugging someone, experience that physical contact, you know, be sweating together, be you know, I believe that creates um uh uh-huh. not only creates bomb, but like creates some sort of strength inside of everyone, that confidence that builds up on them, not only to just to fight, but to relate to people, to relate to life, to relate to struggles, you know, because I believe that our personal growth is much more than actually just learning how to fight. Absolutely. You know? You like a lot of people, like man, people don't talk to each other anymore. No. And there, man, this guy's gonna sit on your head. You better talk <laughs> to him. You know, you better talk to him, better shake his hand. You know, you have to shake the hand, look to some everybody's face. Every day in the end of class, you have to shake at least 20 people's hand before you go home. You're gonna you're gonna, gonna look in the eye. You don't don't look down. If I'm if I'm talking to someone, if I'm shaking hands after class, the guy say, come here. Look here. Oh, great. You know, like people got to you know, shake hands. Sh- like, you know, like strong handshake. Look in your eyes. Show like, no, you know, show the power there is inside of you. You know? You know, the microphone you. <laughs> you know and, uh, so I believe that that's something that does a lot to our students. And this kid, I came yesterday because he's on a beginner's class. So I like, I'm not on Dennis' class. So I'm watching yesterday. And this kid was simply killing it. He was killing it. He was taking down passing guard, jumping on the back, like really athletic stuff. You know what I mean? That I was like, was that, it was that kid that, you know, came here, didn't even he look to you
2: know what I mean? Out.
1: And the, for me, that's the most amazing thing there is, you know, getting the stronger, making it stronger. It's cool. You know, like for me, I was always an athlete. I was always loved to fight for, for someone to make me a champion. It's okay. But it was a reward for you. But you get someone who cannot look someone in the eye. That's not confident about themselves. You know, that don't have no uh, uh, physical abilities that, you know, have a lot of personal insecurities and you transform that person to becoming a champion. My man, there's a miracle. You know, that's what makes truly everything worse for us. You know at what we do because i know that you do a lot of that as well you know so i believe that's uh, that's the greatest gift there is you know and that's why at first i chose jiu-jitsu you know to be able to change people's lives and we're doing it absolutely
0: you yes. do feel Ooh. there's a definite sense of you know of community there like you feel a part of it you get invited they're always invited to something yeah you can't go there without getting invited to dinner afterwards drinks afterwards party afterwards a, a picnic a barbecue you, you have a full if once you become a member of fight sports you have a whole new social life yeah. it's, it's remarkable and it's, it's good because the, and the people there i was very worried when i moved to man
1: because like here's a party place huh? and it's hard because people like to party you No, know? yeah. it is what it is but there we could actually build a community that people love to sport yeah so everybody's practicing any not only jiu-jitsu but people are running cycling you know, doing boxing you know like um, MMA they're doing a, a bunch of other sports you know, that gives them a good lifestyle. And a lot of people even say, like, or talk about Miami, say, how do you like Miami? And it's like, man, how you can say eh to live in Miami? I know, I
0: don't care.
1: Maybe you do enjoy the same Miami oh, okay. I do. Yeah. Oh. Because the Miami I live in is fucking amazing. I agree. You know, you have a, like, man, what the, the nature of this place. You know, the nature is like, if you ask me where is the bar, where is the, I have no idea. Where is the nice restaurant? I have no idea. Do you ever go to Lita State Park? So, I live right there. I go paddling there. I yes. paddleboard there. My house is right there. You know what I mean? Trails. So, like travel. all trails, water, biking mountain bike trees, Florida Keys right here, the Caribbean's right on the side. Man, the lifestyle here is amazing. It's just what you do with what you have in hands, right? If you present the same uh, to two different people the same opportunities the same opportunity they will do two different things with that same opportunity, right? We do have an opportunity of living in a beautiful place. You know, this is such yeah. a blessed place, man. We have such amazing weather, beautiful place. Um, the the mix of of cultures we have here is so cool, and there's just so much to teach us. You know, so if we look in the right way, the way I do at least, man. I say I tell everyone I would never change Miami to nowhere else in the world you know I like I love living in Miami I love the lifestyle here what? and yeah and I love the change that we could do to actually the community that have been around us you know um, I do believe that you know like um, our team could actually put a little seed of you know like of a community of people who love playing sports. Love health, love family, you know, and being able to have that here was a second home. You know, like uh, whenever I chose to come here, I left behind the most precious thing in the world for me. You know, my family. You know, yeah. so Family is everything to me, you know. So for me to be able to leave them behind, you know, was very hard. And it is still hard every day, That's you know. Cool. Yep. But being able to build a second one here with people with the same values, same passion to life and you know like uh, same core values that we share there it is something very fulfilling and that uh, makes me really grateful to god to be able to give me the opportunity that we have into having it's everything awesome. we have
0: awesome. yeah, that was great um what uh what, is there any competition come up for you that you know of already i, I
1: just signed up this week there's a big event coming up on september end of september there's gonna be an eight-man bracket in Austin, Texas. That's pretty much the best, the eight best guys in the world right now. Wow. They put everybody on a on a on a bracket. And Pojada. Nice. Where can we see this at? You know, this is you going to, guys gonna be able to see on Flow Grappling. You know, so it's gonna be the Flow Grappling Grand Prix. It's gonna be the event of the year. And all the all the best kids in the world right now are there. Nice. They invite old borg oh, man. old borg to go there <laughs> the and kids and the man yeah the you know they man. invited old borg to go there and take the prize you know so that's the goal you know like oh man i feel good i just came back from a hostel. i spent some time in brazil now with my family so i feel super recharged and
0: i have pretty much a month and a half to get prepared oh, i was very excited so, I can't wait yeah it's gonna be cool. cool so where can we find uh, we have to get all these websites straight now now champion fit how, what's the website for champion fit it's Maggie? Champion, championfit.us. Championfit.us. We have um, fightsportsglobal.com. Yeah. And we have your Instagram, which is at CyborgBJJ. CyborgBJJ. And what's Maggie's? at maggie green daddy okay so there it is so you can follow him find him message him and then come to the gym and join it one of there's 16 countries there's gotta be there's gotta be a fight sports near you somewhere it's here in florida all over the place yeah but again guys you know like if you can find you know
1: uh, one of our schools to come to come train please you're more than welcome to do so if you come to the headquarters here in miami um it's paradise of you know truly, really is uh beautiful it's a temple you know it's a temple for our sport you know and if any of you guys at any time wanna to, want to experience you have you don't need anything, just short the shorts, t-shirt. We're gonna get you straight there. And you're gonna be more than welcome to, to enjoy the ride. Last yeah, it
2: question, who's your favorite boxer of all time? Boxer, not MMA. Who's your favorite boxer of all time? Tyson. Really? Yeah. Another Tyson, huh? Yeah, I like Tyson. I like Tyson. I like, Tyson. like, that. Uh-huh. I like
1: yeah, the eye of the tiger. I like it. I like, like his. He was brutal on his prime. his prime. Not not much on the personal side, you know, but his boxing. him as an athlete. You no, know, because there is always the athlete and the, the persona, right? You know, like I was now. I I to tell the truth. I never even. I don't even know much about his character and his persona. I know that you know, but a, a lot of things happen in everybody's life, right? And I don't judge, but I didn't really get to study what he did on his personal life. Life, but as an athlete. Um, he was amazing. You know? He was amazing. I remember of wanting to watch boxing because of him. I know there was great guys like Mr. Muhammad Ali there that was sometimes even a better athlete than, than Tyson was. But so before your time. It's you know, but it was before my time. I didn't experience that excitement of yeah. wanting to see Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? I never I never had that. And I had that with Tyson, you know? So it was super cool to to, to always to watch him and you know, it's I'm happy that, you know, he's He's coming and coming back and doing these presentation fights. You know what I mean? It's cool to see, you know, a guy at least at the age that he is wanting to step back, want to prepare himself for something. Again, you know, I believe that's a great motivation to every one of us, right? There's a lot of people there that are saying that I'm too old, you know, like... Can't think that way. They're full of excuses themselves. Why not to be, you know? So I, I really appreciate those guys who have passed their time, but still they're willing to be in shape, they're willing to... You know like uh, to put their face on the line again and your favorite mma fighter of all time mma fighter rodrigo minotauro oh, minotauro, yeah. oh. minotauro is the man that guy is the man that guy is the man on and off the mess gentle amazing a great friend brutal when he had to he used jiu-jitsu like i think he's one of the guys who like most used jiu-jitsu in mma you know and he, like as an athlete, he was just like amazing. And as a person, I mean, he was always willing to help everyone. A huge heart, and he's a he's a great businessman. You know, has done great for himself. So I I find him as an inspiration, not only as an athlete, but but as someone who could actually project himself outside of his career, being a great a great man. You know, so he's a good friend of mine. I
0: look up to him a lot, and uh, that's it. Okay, um, yep. this has been a blast. This is oh, way better than I be I, I I thought big but it was bigger. So I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. I thank appreciate you, it. Dino, man. That that thank awesome. you for your friendship, bro. I mm. Thank you very much. My brother, thank
1: you so much. You. My pleasure. Amazing. My pleasure. Great to be here with you guys. And again, thanks for the opportunity, guys. Thank you for the love. Puss.